Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo. Disponible en la app de Biggs, ya. Careers and carriages, two things that keep us busy but also very motivated. Before we became moms, we were both very focused and driven by our careers, only to learn that our most important assignment was on its way. Today, we discuss our careers, the impact motherhood has had on them, and how we constantly work on juggling everything at once. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, We're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. All right. This episode, I think this is one that at least based on some of the polls and questions and stuff we've asked you guys on Instagram, it looks like this is a hot topic because there are so many more working moms more and more all the time. I always feel like when people want to get to know us, I think our careers is one part that's very important to mm -hmm. defining us. Before we became moms, and Karen always says this, we became mom later on in life. I don't know. If I mean, I'm 36 I yeah. consider it to I'm be a older. little bit later. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know we weren't revealing. So I'm 39. Obviously became mom later on in life. And I think a lot of people, you know, we got a lot of questions as to like what we did exactly and how we're able to balance it, how important career is. I think yeah. it's about priorities. And I think with motherhood, we've learned that, right? Like you need to learn to prioritize what's important to you. But also we've discussed this plenty of time also where we have to not lose the essence of who we were before we became moms. Yeah. At least that's important for both of us. But first, our motherish moments of the week. So I shared something similar in another episode, but actually last night I was having a very rough day. It was just one of those days that I like to describe them as I was feeling like an octopus because I was working and in between work, I was thinking, ordering groceries on the phone, thinking about what Victoria was gonna have for lunch, 4,000 things at the same time. And at the end of the day, we're sitting, having dinner with Victoria and I just felt drained. If I'm being honest, I was looking over at my husband and I'm like, I wonder if parenting is kicking his butt as much as it's kicking mine. I just was thinking about that and it was very clear that I was in a funk. Like Juan was like looking at me like, like puppy eyes. Like he's like, mm, did I do something wrong? Do I say I'm not something? sure. Do I yeah. move? Do I But then Victoria She's like saying pulsera mama, pulsera mama, which means like she wants my bracelets and she wants to touch my bracelets, which she does for comfort. And then she like hugged my arm and she was like, linda mama, oh. amo mama. And I was like, ah. <laughs> and it's the second time she does this, but it's almost like she knows you need this right now. And this is, you know, little me reassuring you that that this is worth it. So that's my motherish moment. That was beautiful. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Oh my, my mother's moment of the week, I know. I've been dreading saying these two words, but I'll say them, which is sleep regression. He's going through a tiny sleep regression. He is nine months now. He's a big boy. I was very, very blessed and lucky where I had trained him to soothe himself to go to sleep at night. So I would literally put a sleeping sack, give him his bottle, read a little book, and then I would put him in his crib and then I would walk away, close the door, and he would like had learned to kind of do it on his own. And now he'll do that for like 10 minutes and then he'll start crying. So I've been trying to rock him to sleep now and I don't want to create a bad habit. I don't believe in bad habits. I know, I know. Sorry, I know. that's I just know. me. No, I, and I, I love it. I just physically, it's very exhausting. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. No, I think I'm close to 25 pounds now. Yeah. My little arms. Your little arms. Yes, <laughs> go numb. Another thing, I just started stressing about how long am I going to do this for? You know, is he not going to be able to soothe himself anymore? I just started questioning everything about like, after I had one of those tough nights, the next morning I was like, you know what? I just got to be able to be flexible and adapt to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm just playing it by ear now. Yeah. Every day it's gotten better. It's not as bad anymore. It's a learning lesson that you have to be flexible and open. And once you think you have something figured out. Parenting we, lesson 101. Yes. It's like, <laughs> okay, now we're back to square one. The that good was thing kind is my that mind. regressions are usually a sign of a big developmental leap for them. I know. That's so, like I'm telling myself, like, okay, that means he is yeah. a genius. Awesome. <laughs> He's learning something new. And, and so that was my fine. little motherish moment of the week. Let's talk about our careers. This is a really important topic for me because I felt like when I was pregnant, I was still doing a lot of work trips. This was obviously pre-pandemic, but I remember my last work trip was in December of 2018. I remember it very clearly. So at that point you were six months pregnant? Yeah, I was like six months pregnant. Um, It was my last work trip because my doctor was like, I need you to take it easy. I'm like, fine. So I was flying back from San Francisco from a work trip. I remember feeling very sad on the plane because I was mourning the loss of my independent self. And I was really worried, like, when am I going to see my coworkers again? And how is it going to feel the next time that I come see my coworkers? Most of them are in LA. And I was just like, how am I going to face this new life when my career has been everything to me? It was just such a huge part of who I was. I knew that this new chapter was going to be pretty big as well. So I'm like, how does one do both? Maybe we take a step back first and talk a little bit about our careers and how we... Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I always consider myself very, very blessed and lucky to be able to make a living with something that I am very passionate about and that I love and that I enjoy. And, you know, when they ask you, what do you want to be when you're little? This is always what I wanted to do. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, I went through a pediatrician stage during mm-hmm. career day. Like, I think I was like in fifth grade. Yeah. But then very early on, I always knew that I wanted to be a journalist. I, I mean, wanted to have an ice cream store. I still want to have a, a restaurant. <laughs> I always wanted to write for a newspaper. I love writing. I love telling mm-hmm. stories. So when I started college, I knew that I wanted to study journalism. And I originally started studying to be a print journalist. And mm-hmm. then eventually I had a professor who talked me into doing broadcast journalism mm. and that's how I ended up so I've been at my company at Univision for I mean, 18 years this year I was very lucky to start when I was still in college I was a production assistant then I was a reporter then I did weather then I was a correspondent you were on radio for a minute I did radio a little bit also I think at one point I had like four jobs I, yeah. I swear to god and then I also did like kids party on the side and I did like <laughs> a million things but wait what um, what did you what? yeah I've had so many random jobs <laughs> before I actually nailed my dream job 
job. Yeah. Because I do consider that I do have my dream job. And then almost 10 years ago, I got promoted to anchor the show that I do now, which is Primer Impacto. So yeah, so Univision has been my home for 18 years. And again, my career also involves a lot of traveling. We never say no, right? right? We are wired to be like, yes, I'll do it. At least I am. And again, I didn't have children right. before that. So it was very easy for me to be available, for me to like, you know, if there was an assignment and we're kind of like addicted to this adrenaline and kind of like being in the breaking news and mm -hmm. just being called. Every time something happens, I always say this, well, everyone's running away from what's happening. Yeah. We're like dive in and kind of fly where it's happening and be there. So I've always been very flexible and available. I'm, my boss knows it. The good thing in my field and in my company is that I had a lot of women who were friends of mine and also colleagues who were able to balance the mom, motherhood and career. Mm -hmm. So I really feel lucky to have good examples that paved the way, that I, have, I was very, very close. So I always asked them a lot of questions and I, I was able to witness how they were able to do it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everyone said it's a lot of sacrificial love for your career and for your children because you have to be willing to be open to the fact that you're going to miss bedtimes a lot of times mm -hmm. and you're going to miss a lot of little things, moments. moments. Mm -hmm. And if you're not in denial to that reality, I think you're less likely to suffer and be saddened by it. Mm -hmm. So even now, when I have different circumstances with the pandemic, so I've been able to be at home a lot with Ford, but we've also had a very, very busy news year when he was little, like we had elections, we had the pandemic. Again, we're in a business where they ask you to stay late, you have to stay late. There's no set schedule. Like we're always on call. And at first it was, you know, you do feel a little bit of mom guilt to be like, okay, I'm going to miss putting him to bed, which is one of my favorite things to do, but we'll be there the next day. So I think I've done a pretty good job at psychologically and emotionally preparing myself for this. I'm one of those people who know how blessed and lucky I am to be able to be in my field, to be able to make a living, to be able to support my son with my job. So I never take that for granted. For me, work, it's a priority and I don't like to put it on the side. Obviously my, my son is more important, but I do take my career very seriously and I am willing to sacrifice certain things because I know how important it is for me. What do you hope that Ford takes away from growing up and watching you have this career? Well, I always tell people, and I mean it when I say that my son has given me even more motivation to work harder, right? Mm -hmm. Like now I am more conscious of that I need to continue to grow professionally. He depends on me. It's a whole different ball game when you have someone financially relies on you. I mean, that's the reality of it. Like a lot of us, we work because I love what I do, but I also work because I have to provide for my son. And I think that reality for me is probably the hardest thing when I had Ford was, oh my God, like I have to figure this out and do a great job at it. Like you cannot be mediocre. It's a very competitive field. It's also a changing environment for us. It's evolving constantly. And with this pandemic, so many things have changed. I tell my team too, you have to do at least more than one job. If you're doing only one job, you know, we're like at different times and you have yeah. to be able to, my you have to produce, you have to write, you have to be available, you have to do stuff in English, stuff in Spanish. Like the more dynamic, dynamic and versatile you become, yeah, better that, it is for the, your team. So, you know, are. I'll confess this. I did have a new fear in me, fear to like not have a job, not be able to provide. You know, like you, again, like with motherhood, you start to worry about things that perhaps you didn't worry about before. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're on your own, you you figure it out, yeah. you're like, okay, you'll be fine. But when you have someone else who depends on you, it's tough. It's I felt that way tough. about health insurance, very specific. Specifically. Really? True. I need to have stable health insurance as one of my many motivations because God forbid something happens to my daughter. I, I want that ability to get care for her. That's adulting, right? You're like an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so for me, the good thing, like I say, you is that I have a great team. I think I've learned to appreciate the intangible 
in a workplace, right? So if anyone's considering a new job environment or taking a different job, I think now as a mother, I do appreciate more the relationship I have with my boss, the way I feel appreciated from my superiors. All those things that perhaps don't translate into like a figure, like, you know, if I were to be offered a job that pays, you know, there's little things that are more important to me than I'm a mom. The fact that I feel like they're a family as well, you know, that they care about my son, that they care about my well-being. I think all those things have become more and more important than before I became a mom. That's very nice. Yeah, and that's very I'm good. Very lucky. You are. You really are. Because not everybody has that in that way. I wanted to have an ice cream store. <laughs> we'll start there. It's funny. My mom has a drawing that I did when I was like in high school, although it looks like it's from elementary school. But actually, it was in high school because I'm that bad uh, at drawing. Where What was I, your major? My undergrad was advertising. And I did. I have a minor in Spanish. Spanish language and then I have an MBA. So in this drawing, I drew myself wearing a suit, like a pantsuit, and I had a very large cell phone on me <laughs> that I was holding in this drawing. And that's what I was like, this is going to be me in the future. And on the other side of that paper was a very muscular man. So that one didn't work out because uh, <laughs> one is skinny. But the pantsuit also didn't work out because I don't wear that in my current role. But I remember as soon as I started college, I was like, okay, I need to get to work. Like, let's go. I was a waitress and I was also random side gigs. I was a clown at my brother's daycare a few times. I remember showing up actually to the NBC and Telemundo station by my house, which was like the local station. And I tried to just like get in and be like, hi, who can I speak to about an internship? And they were like, no, young lady. <laughs> This security you can't police. be here. But that's how I was like, let's go. Like, I want to do this or whatever. So um, I ended up getting an internship at a record label. That was my first kind of industry experience. And that's where I was like, oh, I love music. I want to work in the music field and entertainment. That was my first interaction with the entertainment world. And I was like, oh, I really like this. And then after that, I got a job in radio and I was part of the street team you know, drove the big wrapped Escalades and went to your local car dealership with a spinning thing and gave you a prize and a t-shirt. But while I was there, I ended up being on the air under a different name that will never be disclosed <laughs> because it is not on the internet. There is no history of this. Was this so, all pre-YouTube and pre-Facebook oh, yeah. and pre-anything, well, right? Facebook was definitely around because there are photos of me during this job or whatever. But I but uh, someone with like a Blackberry took or something. <laughs> God, no. So the only record there was of my time on radio, my grandma was recording cassettes at home. She would record me on the air. And we can't find those. And it really sucks because I would love to hear it now. But yeah, I had like the weekend countdown show. I would pre-record overnights and I was doing nightclubs. The nightclub, I would be like, hey, everybody, blah, 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 whatever, like at two in the morning. And then I got fired from that job because there was a very scandalous thing that happened with my manager and a whole bunch of people. And there was like shady stuff going around and they dismantled the entire team because they thought everybody was in it, which I was not. And then radio, check, what's next? That's where I was like, I want to work in TV. Like, let me try to do that. So I found a job at Telemundo through monster.com. Uh, I remember I was at the beach. It was like the summer. I was at the beach. I was a tanning, you know, when I used to tan. I like found this thing and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to apply to this job or whatever. And then I ended up getting it. 
This was still when they would use the big beta tapes to like put the promos in there. Go to like, oh, I, you know, I apply with a VHS tape. Like my resume was on a VHS, which Damn, is that's amazing. crazy. I used to age myself. I know it's crazy. It's fine. We already aged ourselves in the beginning. <laughs> we're fine. Um, it doesn't matter. Also, like, I'm sorry. Look at us. We're so cute. So worked at Telemundo overall seven years. And in my time there, I started off being like the tape recycling chick at Master Control. Ended up leaving a social media director and I was overseeing a team and I had kind of started this whole thing there and it was really exciting. But my thought was, okay, I really loved working with social media platforms and then I ended up doing that. So I've been at this tech company now for seven years. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Catherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de VIX, Consuelo, disponible en la app de VIX, ya. So you always knew you wanted to be a mother. It was just not a priority for you at that point? It was just like... To be honest, more than half of my 20s and even some of my late 20s, I was like career, 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 career. I also didn't have the right person to like do that with, like to start a family with. I knew I wanted to start a family and it was almost like this mountain over on the other side that I see and I'm like, I'm not there yet, but I'm gonna have to figure that out at some point. I remember when I was 27, this is so stupid, when I was 27, I started feeling like the biological clock thing and I got so stressed and I, I was crying. I had just met Juan and I was like, oh my God, like I'm never gonna find anyone, <laughs> whatever. And I'm too old and blah, 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 whatever. And then when I turned 30, I was like, hold up, I'm young. And at 30, I felt younger than at 27. And then by the time I ended up actually getting pregnant, you know, I was 34. Then I was like, okay, how am uh, I gonna- Has it affected your career at any? I believe so, because I would like to say, no, you know, I came back stronger than ever and blah, 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 but I didn't. It took me at least six to eight months to figure out how to get my bearings again. And then the most significant thing that changed for me was any time spent at work means time not spent with my daughter and it needs to be worthwhile. So for me, you know, although I work for a wonderful company, you know, I've had many projects in my time there and I just found motherhood to be more motivating to go in the direction of working on projects and coming up with projects that are meaningful, are meaningful to right. me. Because if not, then it doesn't feel right. Now, I mean, everything's different now with the pandemic and working from home. I've been working from home since But dear, again, I but always say that even though we're working from home, it is time away from your child, right? Right? Like, let's not give the wrong idea. Because when I'm home and I'm working, I barely have time to carry forward. You know, I'm like yeah. so consumed with it. But if we were to Hard. give tips, right? Like if you were to give someone just some motivational tip as to like what worked for you. Like once you figure it out, once you went back and you struggled and you're like, okay, now that you're functioning in an effective way, mm -hmm. why don't we share some tips in terms of like... Damn, me. I'd love a tip. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I think also with me, I found myself trying to remind my bosses, hey, I had a baby, but that doesn't mean I'm not. Yeah. I'm so good. I yeah. came in. I'm not like, yeah, don't mention yeah, yeah. me. And I know they haven't and they don't. And if they do, I don't think it's ill-intentioned. I think it's more like they're considerate, right? Like, oh, we don't want you exposed. We're like, oh, is it worth it? You're going to be away. You can travel right. for this. You know, now we're not traveling as much, which makes a huge difference because we usually we tend to travel a lot more. But I found myself trying to remind them like, hey, don't discount me because yeah. I'm a mom now. And on top of that, that I'm a single mom, right? Mm -hmm. 
I'll figure it out. I'll get help. It's on I'll me. Do, to, it's on me. Yeah. Don't worry. But mm-hmm. I found myself, and I still do, reminding them that I'm available, that I'm so as aggressive and competitive as I've always been at work, because mm-hmm. I am very aggressive and competitive <laughs> in a good way, you know, in, in a, a healthy way. way. Yes. Yeah, so like, I don't yeah. like to kind of just sit on the sideline and just, you know, oh, whatever comes, you know. Mm-hmm. And I always remind people, like, in this field, especially, and I think in any field, like, you got to be a go getter every single day, every single day. You're like, okay, what's next? What's next? Like, what else can I do? Yeah. I think you just have to figure out what motivates you. And truthfully, I don't have that same dynamic at work because my job is very accommodating to work-life balance. This is huge in the tech the company. Cultures, the culture is right. very different, right? And everyone's very conscious of stuff. And you see it all the way up to like senior leaders where they're like, pre-pandemic, my son has a soccer game and I'm going to go attend that soccer game, you know? That I don't feel, but what has worked for me is reminding myself what is behind me having this job and this career. So for me, having a daughter, I want her to grow up seeing me being more than her mom. I have to be careful with this because I don't think there's anything wrong with seeing your mom as just your mom, right? My mom, to me, was just my mom and it was incredible and I loved having her all to myself and knowing that every day when I got home, she was there, she would pick me up from school. Like I never felt unattended and I always felt cared for. And I think there are many things that I probably would have tried to get away with, but wasn't able to because she was always there. I really value that. And that is something that I have to learn how to kind of balance in my own life as Victoria grows up. However, this is more from the perspective of as a woman, as an adult. As an example for her. Yeah, I want her to see me as an example of you can be a mom and you can have other sides to you. And I want her to be able to... I can't make her look up to me, but if she happens to look up to me because of these other things that I do, that would be incredible for her to see that she can choose what she wants to do in her life. I That's also a good think tip so to visualize yourself as okay, you're doing this so that you could be a good example for yeah. your daughter. Yeah. But one thing that I'm very conscious of is I don't want to make it seem easy or perfect for her because then she's going to be hit with a very hard reality if she ever tries to emulate that on her own. So Last night when I was like crying or whatever because I was so stressed, I literally feel like an octopus. I feel like I have one tentacle doing this while I'm doing this other thing, while I'm doing this. And it's so many things at the same time in my house. That's not exactly the same with, she sees her dad that he goes and he goes into the room and he works. And then he comes out and it's like, cool, like we're going to have dinner. And I'm like, yes, no kidding. I don't mean it in a bad way. It was just, that's my setup at home, you know? I'm okay with the transparency of I find it very hard to do. And in the middle of all that, you have to take care of yourself and like whatever. But Um, yeah, find your motivation, whatever it is for you and think about that. For me, the sense of gratitude is very important. It's a constant theme in my life. And I think for Ford to see how grateful I am that I have a job that I love, for me, that's the most important thing for him to see. And I'm I'm a true believer that children watch you all the time. Mm-hmm. They pick up on everything, even at a young age. My son's four months and I feel like he senses when I'm like happy, when I'm like stressed, when I'm like overwhelmed. Like they sense it, you know, yeah, they have like this, this sense. For me, when it comes to work, I always want him to see me happy. It's going to come a point where I'm going to have to travel and be away more. But I, I want him to always know that I'm grateful for the job that I have. At least psychologically for me, kind of just a little bit more okay I'm away from my son but I'm so grateful for this mm-hmm. that he'll understand I would say children also very mature beyond their years and they're more supportive than you think and just like the way that Victoria tells you that she loves you and she holds <laughs> you when she needs you without you even saying it that you do I think 
our children are very aware or conscious of that. So for me, for him to see that sense of gratitude, I think it makes a big difference. I do have like dreams one day. And again, I don't want to put this out there like in a bad way, right? But I hope that one day, if I find myself having no choice but to reinvent myself professionally, I also want her to witness that. That For me, that's kind of a goal. I would love for her to witness me reinventing myself professionally, even after motherhood, because I feel like that would be something important for her to see and an important example for her in her life as well. Another tip I think that's important, you have to really be very disciplined and organized. I know I say this a million times because at the end of the day, I'll look down at everything that I got done and I'm like, oh my God, like if I don't stick to my super drill sergeant schedule, like it's impossible for me to get stuff done and in a successful way, right? It's not only about getting stuff done, it's about getting stuff done and doing it well. If I don't sleep well, and obviously you're physically not, I think, in the same shape that you are. And I'm not talking about working out, just like from the lack of sleep, Endurance, yeah. mentally being drained from like juggling so many things. So I do find myself, especially the first weeks when I went back to work, that I was like, okay, I need to focus. I need to eat healthy. I need to try to sleep whenever I can because if not, I'm not gonna, yeah. like, I'm not going to be as good as I need to be at work. For me, organizing and scheduling was very important. It became like four times as important for me because otherwise it's impossible. Like, no rindo. It's so no frustrating. rindo. How do you say no rindo? Like, no, no. I know that's really important and I've tried to be more conscious of like scheduling times for certain things because sometimes it doesn't work out for whatever reason I'm still managing how to like not let that complete throw me like God, like get but so when frustrated. Time, it's like, okay, God wants me to like, just no, no, take no, no, it no, easy. No, no. This, this is like Instacart messed up my order and they delivered <laughs> somebody else's grocery. This literally happened a few weeks ago and I had a full breakdown and Juan was like, whoa, what the hell? I know, but at that point you're like, oh, maybe I was meant, I was going to get some plastic in my veggies and now it wasn't meant to have that there's a reason why things didn't work out so last night i was having a very heart-to-heart conversation with juan because i'm like i'm at the end of my rope here i need help and i need to delegate more things to you i don't know what they can be so i'm gonna just lay it out on the table and you're gonna tell me what you can do as part of that conversation now he makes breakfast by the way it was good today but one of the things that he said to me was I worry about you because you hold yourself at such a high level, like such high expectations for yourself. And it's burning yourself out. He's like, it's not sustainable. You know, we have conversations about having a second child one day. And I asked him last night, I said, do you really want to do this? Because I don't know if I can make it. And it's not like, can I physically have a second child? Sure, probably. I'm sure like it'll happen. But like, I worry about my mental health because as it is, I feel so overloaded with work and everything. It's just, it's like a lot. It's just those things that I'm constantly, on the days that are really tough, like yesterday or like when the grocery is supposed to arrive at a specific time, because after that I had 35 minutes where I could cook for Victoria to have lunch on time, etc. This just throws me off. And then I'm like, what do I do now? You know, it's, it's hard. I I, and also I, like another thing that I think works is like give yourself credit. Like whenever you do things work out and at the end of yeah. the day, when you like reflect on what you did and what you accomplished, I think it's very important to celebrate yourself and just remind yourself like, you know what? I did this. I'm doing a great job. And yeah, I have to confess that sometimes now when I go into the studio, like for me, it's a little relaxing. Yes. I know it's horrible yes. to say No, this, it's not horrible. It's but honest. to me, it's, sometimes yeah. when I'm like, I woke up at six, I've been with four all morning. I'm like so tired. He either fought his nap or something happened or he's teething and he's in a bad mood. Like, I hate to complain about my son because he's a wonderful child, but some mornings are oh, tough. It's normal. And I, I realize when I'm at work, I'm like, oh my God. For me, this podcast is like my creative escape. I like sitting in the studio, I like to talk about these things. For me, 
finding time to do things on my own is also, I think, makes me a better mother when I come I, home. I miss work trips. I won't lie. I miss work trips. The other day, <laughs> we drove by the, the airport, and I had a knot in my throat because I was... You remember that feeling of, although rough to leave your child, sometimes you're like, I need some space. And I remember, you're like, I just want to get in a hotel bed and sleep <laughs> yeah. the night. My no, work I trips were amazing. I haven't done that. With, like, I haven't gone on a work trip with four because, again, we haven't been traveling. Yeah. But I feel like when that day comes, I feel like I'm going to be a little excited. I mean, it's probably going to be tough leaving him behind because I'm such a yeah. control freak when it comes to him. You are. But I know... <laughs> Like I'll put on the camera, I'll watch. but I feel like you know sometimes those little things are like. But again, being a mom has been a dream of mine for so long. Of, listen, and as humans, this is an ugly confession. I have to say, but yeah, some days when I'm at work for me is is a nice break from yeah. from my baby. I know, I know, so, I know, and it's okay because then you come back re-energized and you're like, hi, and it's just the best. We just wanted to share a little bit about what we do because it, yeah. we're very, very passionate about it too. Mm-hmm. And it would be a, a huge lie to say that we don't care or that it's not a priority because it is. And or that do. it's easy. I'm big on these things. I hate when you go on social media, people make it look all like, oh, everything's perfect. And it's like, no, it's not. Let's you be had real. a breakdown on your tub and you don't want to talk about it. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah, yeah. But we also want to be optimistic and say, you know, it's possible. That's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here like, it's so hard. They messed up my groceries. And you're like, but maybe that day there was plastic in your veggies. I'm like, what? What? Maybe, yeah, maybe there was going to be a weird bug in my bag of tomatoes. And like, yes, I'm telling you, everything happens for a reason. And everything at the end is is God's plan and it's a blessing. And so let's see. I think with time, we might get tougher and we start taking on bigger projects. Because that's the thing. And our children will start complaining. That's a whole other. Yes, they're going to be like, mom, today or this week, you barely spend time with me. And that's going to suck. For all those mommies who have older kids, have mm-hmm. any more tips, please share them with us so we can psychologically prepare for them. Mm-hmm. But again, I think our children are a reflection of who we are. And yeah. And they're resilient. They're very resilient. So as our Yeah, I mean, I look at my mom. She was always a working mom. And I, my sister and I joke about this all the time. We're like, you're a little crazy mom. And we turned out okay. So <laughs> I think four is going to be fine. My mom was home, but working on many different things at the same time while also cooking and everything I just like honestly my biggest kind of learning and reflection from becoming a mom is looking back at my mom and being like how did you do that to close this episode shout out to our mothers yes who are resilient and beautiful and I'm actually extra proud to say this really quick my mom just reinvented herself after 23 years she got laid off and then she applied again hadn't had a resume more than two decades did a new resume you know, interview and she got a new job and I'm so proud of her and she like, you know, I just feel like she's a new version of herself yeah. in this new stage of her life and she's always been a great example and I'm just so proud of her and I'm... That's so good. That's amazing. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much again for listening. For more conversations like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with family and friends. We would really appreciate it. For more content from Motherish Moments and to connect with us, go to our Instagram page at Motherish or go to MotherishMoments.com. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo. Disponible en la app de Biggs, Jack. 